What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Lighter Issue Podcast. I am your host, Scott Shaker, and today's a little bit of a different one. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know this that are probably listening to this. I don't think a lot of people that are listening to this know this, um, but I do have a podcast. I um, This is something that I picked up last year. Uh, I do it whenever I can. And as of late, I've taken a little break um, in terms of podcasting just because I wanted to focus more on school more on making some money you know um to fund this um and to do that it's had to take a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a break from it um in order to focus up i'm taking five classes this year per semester so it's a little bit different um definitely not used to doing that just because every year i usually take three or four classes and this year i decided to pony up and put my big boy pants on and take five classes because I needed 10 total to graduate and I did not want to come back in the summer. So there you go. Took a little bit of a break, but we're back now. Um, this is my first episode in at least six months, I'm a, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so it, I, it's going to take some getting used to getting back into the, into the grind, you know. Um, but yeah, I think it's bittersweet to come back for this reason. Because the exact reason I left is to focus on school. And now we're back just to make an episode for school. Uh, it's part of my current issues for in communications and media class. Um, and our assignment is to create a podcast. I mean, there's other options that I could have done. But I think it was most fitting to pick the podcast um, platform to create this project. So, yeah, probably the easiest for me as well. Just because I already have all the equipment and it's easier to record and do all that good stuff. So basically my assignment today, it's going to be a little bit, a little bit of a different episode just because I'm usually conversating or conversing or having conversation, however you want to say it with somebody else, like a guest or two at least. And this episode is just going to be off the top. I don't have anything scripted. I don't have, I'm not following anything. I just got some of the subject matter in front of me that I want to talk about. And it's not even noted. I'm just kind of going off what I learned from this topic. And yeah, it's just going to be freestyle kind of. <laughs> so it's going to be a little bit different. Um, it's going to be a one-man show today. So yeah, we're just going to talk about this topic. And the topic I've decided to talk about, and I, I don't know if a lot of you are familiar with it. I for sure wasn't. Um, I knew what this organization, I don't even know if you can call it an organization um, because it's more of just like a, a group. Um, I don't think they're funded. At least I hope not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this this group of people goes by the name of QAnon. And we learned about this group in my class in the fake um, module. And I... Honestly, it, it I've never really heard about them. I've heard about QAnon, and I know that they were some sort of like conspiracy. They were related to some sort of conspiracy theories, but 
digging deeper into this group and and finding out things that I never knew about them beforehand. It's it's a scary it's a scary thing. It's a scary group. It's a group of people, radical far right uh, mentality group of people. They honor Donald Trump and they like will do absolutely anything for him, as I'll show you today uh, and talk about it today. And these people are are very like minded in terms of their. Um, fellow group members, they all have the same goal and they believe that basically the government and a lot of um, influential people in government and in, in society, mostly celebrities or, or influential people of that sort, they all believe that there's some sort of pedof- pedophilia, pedof- how do you even say that word, pedophilia ring? They, they they all think that pedophilia is super present in a celebrity world today. And they think that they're doing God's work and that the devil is among us. <laughs> and they truly, truly believe this. They believe that Donald Trump is there here to save them. They think that he is their savior and that he was put into office to put an end to all of this. And Donald Trump just feeds into that rhetoric. I mean, there he really he hasn't denounced them. He hasn't um, said anything to oppose them. The only two interviews that it was brought up, he just mostly said that I don't know much about them. I just know that they love me, and uh, yeah, I mean, he has clearly no issue with it. So there's that. Um, but yeah, for the most part, today I'm gonna be. I just wanted to give a little rundown about QAnon, but. For the rest of the episode, I'm I'm gonna talk about just one specific thing that has happened this past year, um, and that's just the Capitol Hill riots. Um, clearly, it was orchestrated by members of the QAnon community, and I don't know if you guys watched this live. Like you, I don't know if you guys watched this go down live on the news. But I was seeing this in real time when it happened. I was looking at Capitol, at the Capitol Hill riots and I, I didn't really think much of it. I Honestly, I thought it was just a bunch of white supremacists who just think that or just oppose the current government um, like laws, I guess. I don't even, I don't know what to think about it because I was just looking at the TV and I, I just saw a bunch of Fat, sweaty white dudes uh, with beards just yelling. And, you know, I didn't really think much of it. So I was just, I, I I took it in and then I was just like, okay, I guess this is what the world has come to. But it's a lot deeper than, <laughs> it's a lot deeper than that. It's, it's, it was unreal and insane to me. The amount of I didn't even have to go in depth into research. All I wrote on Google was either QAnon or QAnon Capitol Hill. And the amount of things that came up that I read were like absurd. It was just an insane amount of just weird uh, cult-like... I don't even know how to explain it. Just every weird thing that you can ever think about about cults and and 
following somebody who's an extremist. It's just like the worst kind of people. And the things that I saw online about this group was just, it blew me away. I think that's the best way to say it. And it worries me really. And a lot of people, and I think the thing that opened my, my eyes sort of in this class that I'm doing is in social media world, the fact that some people are not okay with um, censoring worries me because yeah, freedom of speech is a thing, but at the same time, if you're if you're sharing propaganda and you're sharing conspiracy theories and you grow this cult that follows you to death, then it is definitely something to worry about. And I think censorship is really a thing, but we'll get back to that at the end. Um, and right now I really just want to focus on the Capitol Hill riots and what I read online. And from based on what I read, I think the main idea of the QAnon Capitol Hill riot is that the riot just essentially exposed QAnon for its violent potential. Like it just basically put it all out there on display for us and said, look, this is what this cult is. This is what they do. And this is how they're going to proceed in society if we continue to let them grow. And it is a real threat. It is a very, very real threat to us as a society, to people who actually believe in in facts and in things that just are true, you know? And I'm going to get to that in a bit, but they are a real, real threat. And I think that it was on full display on January 6th. So for the most part, uh, just a, a background check on like the the Capitol Hill riots. There was about 34 QAnon members that participated in the Capitol riots. And for the most part, there were a lot of other people. It wasn't just QAnon, but these QAnon members led the charge and were essentially at the forefront of this Capitol Hill riot and just the rest were kind of just their followers and just people who were misinformed and misguided. Um, but for the most part, these people were QAnon were the, the, the most important figures at this Capitol Hill riot. We all know the QAnon shaman who got arrested and had, he was the guy with the, the, who's holding the spear and the bull uh, horns on his head. And, he, he got arrested and um, probably going to jail and all that stuff, but I'm not going to talk about that. That's one of the members. And then there's a bunch more that were just essentially following these people and, and, and going through there. And it was obviously, it was a fatal, it was a fatal event. And there was a lot of, there was a few people that passed away and a few people that got injured and all that stuff. But I think for the most part, the dangers that this showed about what QAnon can do and what type of influence they have on members of society is a very, very serious matter. And a lot of people are against censorship on social media, but I, for one, am profoundly supportive of that. I think that it's necessary. I think especially the fact that 
we as a society as a society continue to grow and continue to advance in technology there's going to be some point where we have to implement sort of social i, I don't know if social laws or technological laws or media laws we're going to have to implement these laws eventually and it's slowly starting now but i think there is going to be there's going to have to be some sort of like maybe some amendments that say these are my rights and if I, I I should be allowed to do these or some sort of like criminal code where is only it's only applicable to social media. And I think QAnon is the perfect example as to why we need to implement these. Social media is a very dangerous place and I think that many people flock to social media in order to find answers that are not the norm or are not in the news because for some reason people have started to be very skeptical about the news and skeptical about our government. And I'm not saying it's not warranted, but at the same time, there's some sort of um, intelligence that needs to be used in this matter. And like, I find that for a lot of people, QAnon, for the most part, represents some sort of paranoia style of politics and that was mentioned in the in the in the lesson that we're learning right now about uh fake the the module called fake and in one of the one of the um slides that we see it it's it has an article written in 1964 and this article is honestly it could be it could have very well been written today because of how accurate it is. I'm not going to read the entire article, but I'm going to basically the I'm going to say the title and then I'll explain lightly what it says in there, the paranoid style in American politics. That's the title of the article. It's written by Richard, I'm definitely going to butcher that last name, Hoffadster I don't I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to bother with that, but this person that wrote the article, essentially all he says in this abstract it's a very we only got one paragraph, but essentially what he says is politics nowadays has taken a turn and it has turned into some sort of paranoia politics. And by this he means that a lot of people are being driven and a lot of people are being um are are pushing and a lot of people are supporting paranoia in politics in regards to like they're not taking anything for face value they're not listening to government officials they're not listening to doctors they're not listening to anything that has th that anybody that has been put in a position of power because they think they have some sort of hidden agenda at all times they think that he is not qualified to make the 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 decisions that he's making and that essentially there's there's just a hidden agenda and like some sort of a new world order coming there there's a lot of things that go around but for the most part i think it's just it's just misinformed it's for the most part misinformed i i think that mistrust is not unwarranted i think that it is something that in our history it's it's going to get to that point because there is there isn't a lot of trust within uh civ uh civilians and the people in power 
But I think that for the like you just have to kind of look at what's what you and excuse my language, you gotta kinda look at what you think is BS. And I'm not gonna say the full word, but you gotta look at what you think is BS and kind of start questioning that. My parents growing up have always told me, do not read everything you read on the do not believe everything you read on the internet. And I still live by that today. So for the most part, anything that I see on the internet, I just take it for face value. And I think that's what's the most important. You take it for face value and you do your own research. Now, research to us is not research to a scientist or to a government official. Research to us is just writing something on Google and collecting information from other individuals, putting it all together and choosing your own fact, your own facts, your own truth. And I think that to a certain extent is dangerous, but as long as you are knowledgeable about the internet and as long as you choose to look for, like you choose what to look for essentially, as long as you're, as long as you keep an open mind and you decide, okay, I am willing to listen and to take in all information that is presented to me and then from that deriving some sort of um some sort of I don't want to say conclusion because the conclusion to you is not the conclusion to real the real world but deriving some sort of like uh hypothesis to yourself then potentially that could be okay as long as you are taking in all the information and like and keeping an open mind to everything and i think that's okay for me my my i just i just decide to believe for the most part i decide to believe the experts so anybody that i see that has a that has a good reputation that has a multiple multiple some like degrees of some kind and I, 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 again, I don't believe everything I read because on some pages or some websites, it could say he's a doctor and this and this and this, but he just, it, they, you can easily lie about that. Anybody can lie about that. So I, I, I'm very careful in that regard. And, uh, I decide to, I, I personally decide to go with what m- the mainstream media shows us because I feel like within their with their years and years and years of experience and multiple multiple journalists working for these specific media outlets i think it's very unlikely that these media outlets would present us with false information the information that they present us always 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 is peer reviewed comes from scientific backgrounds or or government backgrounds. Now, politics and science are two very different things and I don't want to mix them up into one. But for the most part, they come from a background of expertise and each person on these topics comes from a background of experience. And for you to look at these people and look at these news outlets and decide, this is not what I want to believe, I think that's insanity and I think that's, Again, a paranoia style of politics or a paranoia style of whatever. You are being paranoid and you are trying to uh, you are trying to 
come to any conclusion that you can find that that is counter mainstream media that counters the mainstream media. So for for myself, groups like QAnon, groups like um, uh, Anonymous, and all these conspiracy theory um, individuals or groups. I think they're a very real threat and I think that the Capitol Hill riots showed exactly what they are capable of. They have a following. We can't ignore that they don't have that they have a following. They do have a following, although it is uh very unintelligent people and although it's very paranoid people and um Many people that follow these are just looking for their own type of facts. It's pretty obvious to us that this is real and this is a very real threat. So when I say these people are looking for facts, what we know as facts is that facts are man are are made. So they're they're created by humans. They don't just exist. They're not just out there for whatever reason. They are decided and created by us. It's an observation of some sort of like the world that we live in. And it has to be mutually agreed upon by like multiple people. Okay. So that's at that point when this is agreed upon by multiple people, that's when we can say, okay, this is true. And the fact, the facts that are true are social. So these, these facts, they don't exist. They, they don't exist to us before we decide that they exist. And by we, I mean us as a, society, as a society. We decide what is a fact and what is untrue and what we don't know. And a clip that I saw this weekend that kind of supports this, there was... I can't remember his name. He used to be in government. Uh, it was before Donald Trump. I can't remember what president he served under, but essentially there was a quote that really stuck to me and that was something that I thought about while I was reading these QAnon uh, theories and things like that. He said, and I might, I might butcher this, but he said, there are things... That are, that are known that we know. There are things that are unknown that we know we don't know. There are things that are unknown that we also don't know. So there's three things. There's, there's three categories that fall, that these facts fall under. So things we know we know, things we don't know we know, and, or I might be mixing that up, things we no, we don't know, and things we don't know, we don't know. <laughs> it's very confusing, but essentially what he means is to a certain extent, there are a lot of things that in life we know. Things that are accurate, that we, we consider facts, that are true. There's also a lot of things that we don't know, and these things fall into two categories, things we don't know that we know, and things we know we don't know. 
So again, I might be butchering this fully, but to me, what it sounds like is that there are still a lot of unknowns in the world. And QAnon groups and things like that just try to grab at anything that they possibly can that could be unknown. And that's where conspiracy theories are derived from. We kind of try to pull, push narratives that people might not have thought about. And that's why a lot of people are caught by these narratives because, oh, I didn't think about this. This could be a possibility. Or, wow, this makes total sense to somebody who is not a experienced professional in the field. Let me just do some research. And then they get into this rabbit hole of information because again we all know social media and how it is you click one thing it leads you to a hundred others and once you get into that loop there's no turning back i i personally am i'm speaking from experience because i know a lot of older people um my parents are a lot older um a lot of my uncles and aunts are all older and the things they send me on whatsapp and the things they send me on facebook and yada 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 it's just absolutely insane and I am very, very surprised at the fact that QAnon, for the most part, is led by, I don't want to say a very young um, group of people, but not as old as the people I thought would be uh, all up in that stuff. These people that I've seen, I saw a video about somebody, about somebody, somebody's son. He was in his 30s or 40s. And he decided one day that, you know, this is this is the life I want to follow and this is what I believe. And if you don't believe it, then screw you. And it's absolutely insane to me that I would think that the people that taught us not to believe everything on the internet, it, it's insane to me that they turned out to be exactly what they warned us of. And, I mean, in conclusion, like, there's really not much else I can say. The QAnon Capitol Hill riots show us exactly what QAnon is capable of and show us exactly what they are going to do if they continue to grow. And that's why I think it is absolutely necessary for social media platforms to censor anything and everything that pushes certain conspiracy theory narratives because it's a danger to society and society will not be able to grow if these things continue. And that's why Donald Trump's social media, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Donald Trump's social media platform that he's creating, this could be very, very dangerous. This could be a worst case scenario for social media platforms. If a lot of people decide to continue to flock to this, like I already know a lot of people don't have a problem with, if a lot of people decide to start using this thing, this could be very, very dangerous. And I don't know what's to what scope because we didn't know what scope QAnon would be dangerous until now. If this continues like it is going, this is going to be very bad. <laughs> there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be hurt by this because of misinformation, because they are misinformed and misinformed and don't know how to filter out certain type of information. So I'm going to leave it at that. I believe I've passed the 10-minute mark. And again, the reason I took this approach to this podcast more off the top, more just speaking on my own knowledge and on my own uh, and on what I've learned 
The reason I do this is because I feel like it's unfiltered, unscripted. It's just natural. I speak from the heart and I don't pay attention to really much else um, other than stating correct information. And hopefully I've done that today. Um, but yeah, for the most part, let's just continue to do what we're doing. I think as a society, we've grown so much and we're going to continue on this path and yeah, QAnon really has no place in this world. And clearly a lot of people see that. And hopefully they will be put, they will stop what they're doing soon. So thank you very much. Again, my name is Scott Shaker. Uh, this was off the top random lighter issue podcast episode. And thanks for tuning in. Watch out for all that fake information out there. See ya.